In June of 2009, we started reading Twilight and making fun of it. For 16 weeks, we've talked about the worst books, movies, and television shows you could ever imagine. We are podcasters, and this is our story. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Read It and Weep. My name is Alex, and joining me today, I have three very special guests. First, his chin was around during the Civil War, but he's been weaker ever since. He stopped eating people. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris. Hello. <laughs> I just want to date girls that look similar to each other. <laughs> <laughs> also joining me today, his smile says I'm fine, everything is normal, but his eyes say... The only thing that could make me happy is if a hot guy stalked me and then fell in love with me for no reason. Ladies and gentlemen, Ezra. I wish my parents hadn't died in that car accident. It was very tragic. I feel bad about it every day. But it's time to get over it, because it's been four months. <laughs> <laughs> also joining this week, we have a very special guest. Her ancestors lived in Salem, which means she can predict presidential elections and minor celebrity deaths. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a special reading we welcome to Kate. Hey! Yep, I like... You had a big mugs, and that pretty much is the entirety of all the kitchen scenes. <laughs> hey, but at least you have a really, really profitable psychic power. I mean, <laughs> really? Yeah, if you could, if you could predict celebrity deaths with any kind of regularity, you could make really large bets. Write those obituaries. <laughs> As I mentioned, my name is Alex. I'm Chris's long-lost brother. I haven't seen him in 15 years, but I'm back just to explain away all of the plot holes in one argument. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I mean, no reason. It's okay. You don't need a reason. You've got shaggy hair. <laughs> that seems to be enough. I live in Seattle. It works for Yeah. going to start this show like we do every show with the the first half of our compliment sandwich. We will each say one nice thing about this before we get into trashing it. So, uh, Ezra, let's start with you. What do you have to say that's positive about the Vampire Diaries? Um, I think it has a definite end date because it seems like they're li- this is taking place in a pretty small town, and every episode they kill off two people. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that it's self-limiting. If they really do start every episode with like two campers dying... They'll go through that city pretty fast. I'm hoping. Yeah, the ecotourism is down. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, there was we had three people die in the in the second episode, so it's it's at an accelerating rate. If you graph the deaths in this city, yeah. Luckily, there's an influx of dumb hikers. You know, (laughs) they actually they also seem to only eat hot young people. So (laughs) wouldn't you? I think I wrote that down somewhere that I enjoy that all of these seem to open with a super in love hot young couple being brutally murdered. You know, it sounds like the sort of thing that a lot of people would like. If you were as mad as that one guy is who wrote 500 Days of Summer, like at, at couples getting together, I can imagine you writing those openings for everything. I mean, if I wasn't young, hot, and in love, I think I would totally be into that moment. <laughs> As it stands, I feel like I'm a great risk. I'm the only single person here. That's sad. So so this is right up your alley. Yeah, kill them all. <laughs> Chris, do you have anything nice to say? I do. So uh, the show Vampire Diaries is unafraid to be genre, and I love it. The specific aspect that I want to compliment right now is that whenever the bad vampire is around, he has this trick that is really a special effects crew, and it's fake 
fog <laughs> that streams in in a linear fashion. Like there's just a lot to watch it advance. And it's just fog comes in. Oh no, you know in the next five seconds there's going to be a fucking vampire. <laughs> I think I actually mentioned that the fog was molesty. <laughs> like it just it hovers around your ankles a little bit too much, you know. You just want to get off the bus, even though it's not <laughs> yeah. stop. It reminded me like a rock concert trying to have a show outside, and the fog just kept getting blown away, so they'd have to turn on the <laughs> fog machines again. Yeah. No, I think they've got like ten fog machines that just roll out. They flip a switch, and they all come on at the same time. So just fog sweeps across with no other indicator of anything. It's so fake looking. The fog is the worst part of this show, production-wise. That's the worst part. Production-wise. It's the worst part, production-wise. It's the best part of it. <laughs> Uh, dialogue? Does that count as anything? <laughs> abs, I think. Uh, Kate, you don't you don't have to, but uh, do you have something nice that you could say about this? Oh jeez, hold on. Um, I gotta go back to my notes. Look, I uh, I was hoping to have some videos. Not only did I try to watch it, but I took notes because that is the <laughs> only way that I could make my brain keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, I divided them into, like, two columns, things I hate and things I don't. And uh... Which column is longer? <laughs> yeah, like the Grand Canyon, I was expecting something, and it didn't disappoint. <laughs> I like it. Uh... Okay, so this is kind of a backhanded compliment in a way, but... They all should be. That's the goal. <laughs> I like it, like my father. Um, but I like the soundtrack. Oh. I kept getting distracted because they were actually songs that I liked, and I kept, you know, liking those songs, but hating that they were being used. <laughs> yeah, in fact, this is the second CW show in a row that we that has played MGMT for us. Yeah. Right? Because the other one had Time for Ten, and now Kids was on, and I was just like, ah, oh, come on, I like this song, but why? That's funny, because I, rec- I noticed that it was MGMT again, and I didn't know that song except that you play it all the time, and I, I was started, because I didn't know any of the songs except from Chris's library. So I kept thinking, wow, Chris must watch a lot of C-Dub to get into <laughs> Yeah, truth. Yeah, I actually have it written down at the marker after about 15 minutes that you, you played MGMT, you assholes. And, then... <laughs> and the advantage to that is because we try to play thematic bumper music on the podcast is our music will be better this week than, say, on other shows we've done, like uh, Shopaholic or something. Yeah. <laughs> Shopaholic was particularly bad. <laughs> Why do you guys do this to yourselves? This was, this was like my week-long project, and it was really painful, and I got through neither episode. <laughs> That's a fair question. Well, if, you, if, you, if you're actually curious, the original reason was because people kept suggesting Twilight at improv shows I was doing, and it would have been funnier if I could make fun of it instead of just look confused. <laughs> uh, so we can get out of this uh, compliment stage and start actually telling you how we re- really feel. Let me mention my compliment really fast. So, oh, yes. Uh, at the beginning of episode two, right after the campers die, Lip Gloss and the Chin both wake up in, like, separate but parallel scenes. <laughs> <laughs> and we see the Chin topless, which I, which I was really excited about. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but he has a really big, like, sun tattoo on his right shoulder, which I love because that means he gets to literally regret his tattoo forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. 
way to teach kids not to own up to their mistakes. That's actually in one of my don't hate columns. One of the four things in the don't hate column. <laughs> okay, save at least one. It actually says be shirtless more. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that, but not for the same reason. <laughs> what you know about me? What you what you know about me? What you know about me? What you what you know? It's my lip gloss is cool. My lip gloss be popping. I'm standing at my locker, and all the boys keep stopping. I think it's time to get right into it. Let's 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 do it. So normally at this point in the show, we would have Chris summarize what we've been reading or watching. But Chris, I heard that your uh, car went off a bridge into a lake last week, and I'm glad you yeah. survived. But I, I heard that you both of your summaries died. <laughs> well, yeah. The problem with the summaries really is that uh, they don't like cold water, and so <laughs> when I go into a lake, it's it's October. You know, there's already glacial stuff going on and so it's it, doctor says it's going to take at least four weeks for my throat to warm back up and for the glands you know to get back into pumping summary right back into my brain so for right the now saddest story you know, i think i've ever heard well right and the problem is it's not operable you know? <laughs> so you're i'm kind of stuck uh, just drinking tea and and hoping and praying because you know, right now, uh, I'm living moment to moment, which as exciting as you think that is, just try and make dinner. Just try. You can't. You can't. I saute this for how long? <laughs> well, because of Chris's glandular problem, we've had to call in expert help. And so we, fortunately, we had some people leave messages for us on our voicemail. And I'll give you that phone number in just a second. So, yeah, let's have a listen to that summary from our intern, Andrea. Here's what you need to know about the show The Vampire Diaries. The main vampire is Stefan Salvatore, who died at age 17 in 1864. He has spent the last century doing who knows what and writing in his journal. The Salvatores are one of the founding families of Mystic Falls, Virginia. A distant nephew of Stefan still owns real estate, allowing him a place to stay. In addition to feeding off only animal blood, he wears a magical ring that lets him walk around in the sunlight. Stefan somehow finds out about the existence of Elena, a 17-year-old resident of Mystic Falls, and that she looks exactly like his ex-girlfriend, Catherine. The vampire enrolls in the local high school and is very friendly to Elena. They share a kiss by the end of the second episode. Drama ensues when Stefan's brother Damon, also a vampire, moves back to Mystic Falls as well. He's the cause of many of the local animal attacks he's been feeding off the townspeople and leaving them in the woods. Stefan and Damon have not seen each other in 10 years and do not get along. Elena and her younger brother Jeremy have been recently orphaned due to a car accident that Elena survived. They live with their mother's 20-something younger sister Jenna. Jeremy has been coping with the death of his parents with drugs and alcohol and Elena by sitting in the cemetery writing in her diary. As of the second episode, Elena does not know that Stefan and Damon are vampires, but she is drawn to his brooding self. Thanks, Andrea, for that great summary. That was actually that was amazing summary. And I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking, how can I get involved in the amazing summary process? And the way it is is this: uh, we are always on the lookout for new summer e interns. So. Give us a call on our phone number is on the website, but I'll give it to you right now. It is 509-588-1280. Call us up. Leave us a summary. It can be short. It can be long. It can be accurate. It can be made up. It can be as editorial as you'd like. Just call us and tell us what you think about the show really briefly, and we'll try to get a bunch of them on the air. So next week, we will be starting 
the second Twilight book. Oh, God, why? <laughs> we like pain. Enjoy, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this the, the, It turns out the Vampire Diaries are just warming us up for our a, attempt at New Moon. So if you have read New Moon, or if you haven't read New Moon, call us up and summarize the fir- roughly the first third of it for us, and we'll put on, once again, the phone number 509-588-1280. So thanks for today's summer e-interns. Yay. Hey. Yippee. Excellent. And now let's talk about it. Is there any place that anybody wants to start based on that summary, the first thing that jumps out of you? Alex, the way you said let's talk about it really made me feel like I was in counseling. (laughs) (laughs) Would would you like to talk about it? Where did Vampire Diaries touch you? (laughs) In a very bad place. In a bad place, yeah. Show me on the journal. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we just open on, of course, the same kind of environment as Twilight. I feel like... A lot of this show is like Twilight, only on the CW. So everybody's a little bit more stereotypically pretty. Mm-hmm. And sex is implied rather than just yearned for with the core of everyone's being. <laughs> <laughs> and openly asked for by other characters. If you if you remember, one of my biggest complaints about Twilight was not that the main character was saving herself, because there are plenty of boring girls in the world, but, <laughs> she, but that none of her other friends were having sex either. Nobody was kissing yeah. anybody. And in this in this show, although the main character, the main char- oh, first of all, second episode, we see we, they share a kiss, the 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 two main characters. So we know that that's something. But we also see everybody else is trying to have some sex in the show. Yeah. Yes. Including, uh, I think my second favorite line of the book, or the sorry of the show, the second favorite line of the show is in uh, in the second episode where blonde friend who really wants to get laid but can't is talking to the main character and she says. She summarizes exactly what Stephanie Myers doesn't understand. She says, boy likes girl, girls like boy, sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of wrote in the margin right after that part, uh, like the cast of Gossip Girl was thrown into Twilight. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was stereotypical blonde girl. She likes money. She apparently is preppy. And uh, I don't know why she can't give it away. It seems like <laughs> What's up with, like, the terrible names, by the way? Mystic Falls, her uh-huh. parents' names are Miranda and Grayson. Like, <laughs> I actually had to stop and go back and look at the tombstone, because I'm like, really? Miranda and Grayson? <laughs> you couldn't make it through the whole episode, but you really wanted to get those little details. <laughs> oh, wow. It's the little details that prevented me from making it through the whole episode. Is it possible you didn't get through the whole episode because you're a little bit OCD? Is that it? (laughs) I did take notes. (laughs) So can we talk about the villain in this show, Damon? At the end of episode two, there's this big climax where you think there's going to be a a crisis, uh, a decision that the, the hero vampire has to make, which is a hospital girl gets dragged up to the roof and he's like, okay, your hypnotic sphere didn't work all the way because you uh, don't eat humans, but mine will. I can either convince her that you bitter and that there are vampires around, which is really bad PR for you at this point, or I'll just kill her right now. 
Yeah, they tried to put him in a moral quandary, but then they just totally backed away from it and let it. And well, exactly right. And the reason why is Stefan. I mean, he just dismissed him in the only way possible, you know, to end that, which is, uh, I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's gonna believe her anyway. <laughs> yeah, nobody's gonna believe her anyway, and you know, I'd rather you not kill her, but eh, you know, I just I can't deal with your shit right now. You know that that moment with the two of them on the roof, where basically the showdown came down to. Well, I don't care. Oh, yeah, well, I don't care. I don't care. The two of them, it seemed like a model fight from The Beautiful Life. (laughs) The same vacant expression. (laughs) Yeah, and no motivation from anybody. Yeah. And I feel like if that is, if if that's setting the gold standard for plot points in this show, (laughs) uh, it's going to have a pretty short life after Halloween. We can only hope. (laughs) Actually, that that scene on the roof had my favorite line of the show by far, uh, which was when the chin jumps all the way up on top of this like three-story building or something, and his brother, who's much stronger, is always standing up there, and he says, "Ooh, have you been eating bunnies?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Let me put down this hierarchy: squirrels, <laughs> yeah. bunnies, some space, people. and then people. Yeah. What do you What do you think? Like two, three lines on this line notebook? Then? <laughs> uh, if it's college rule, you're gonna have to add like a few lines. I mean, are narrow. <laughs> in Twilight, they were going, they were eating like deer and bear and stuff, right? Although we've never heard from the chin what he eats. It's always his brother making fun of him. So maybe he really does eat, you know, crab or bears or something. I don't know. Crab doesn't. Have crab, <laughs> Alaskan so. crab. I, really, what I'm getting at is, let's talk about the deadliest catch some more, can we? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I would love this show so much more if it took place on a crab boat. That's all. <laughs> Uh, the game is based off this clip. Let me uh, let me cue it up here. Do, do, do. So the setup is at the end of episode one, blonde girl makes bedroom eyes at the coffee shop after a night of partying at Vampire Brother, yes. whose name is Damon. That's right. Yeah, seriously. Could they have? I mean, his name might as well be Lucifer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Satan, my brother. <laughs> yeah. And so she's talking with Black Friend, who may or may not be, or who's probably psychic at this point, right? I mean, like, oh, yeah, just yeah. psychic in a really bad way where it's just like, I'm going to tell you just enough to keep the plot moving, which is awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming at some point she's going to turn into, like, Slayer or something. She's going to be badass. Oh, if only. If only. Okay, so I'm going to play this clip, and then we're going to play a game, okay? And let's do it. I'm confused. Are you psychic or clairvoyant? Technically, Graham says I'm a witch. My ancestors were these really cool Salem witch chicks or something. Graham's tried to explain it all, but she was looped on the liquor, so I kind of tuned out. Mm-hmm. Crazy family, yes. Witches, I don't think so. Yeah, well, feel free to conjure up the name and number of that guy from last night. I didn't see him. You did. Why don't you just talk to him? I don't know. I was drunk. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't know. I was drunk. <laughs> I just I was just thinking that like I never drank in high school and it seems like all of these characters seem to be drinking, having sex and have a lot more access to drugs than I did. And I would be into that. <laughs> <laughs> high school might have been fun. Alright, so what's the game? Sorry. Okay, the game is find questions to ask blonde girl in which she would reply, I don't know, I was drunk. <laughs> So, for example, blonde girl, why did you just eat five slices of pie? (laughs) Answer, 
I don't know. I was drunk. All right, I've got one for Blonde Girl. Why did you let a vampire go down on you part way if he was just going to kill you anyway? I don't know. I was drunk. <laughs> blonde, blonde Girl, why did you enlist in the Marines? I was drunk. <laughs> Kate, if you don't mind me saying so, you have very sultry pipes. <laughs> and so I think you should be the designated blonde girl for the rest of this game. Okay. Should I just answer with I don't know I was drunk if I if I don't know what's going on? Yeah, anytime we ask you a question, you're welcome to say that. So Kate, why didn't you why did, weren't you able to make it through the an entire episode of the show? Um, you know, I I watched the first one. I I went about 30 minutes into you were it. Drunk. It's a 40 minute show. I don't show. know. I was drunk. <laughs> oh right, sorry. I don't know. I was drunk. Blonde girl, why weren't you able to think of more questions? I don't know. I was drunk. No, I had a few others like blonde girl. Why were you doing voice work for the new Wes Anderson movie? <laughs> Here is my mini game, and this game was called "Is it an improvement on Twilight?" There's oh, no winners. Boy. It's just a simple quiz for everybody to participate in. So yeah, there's the winners. <laughs> there's only losers, <laughs> and the winners are not us. So as we all noticed, it's this, the show is exactly like Twilight, plus some kissing and some actual vampire blood sucking, um, which is I think is an improvement <laughs> that there's actually like some sex and some actual vampire work. But there's a bunch of other things that are just a little bit similar. So I want you guys' opinion on whether or not they're an improvement. So uh, Chris, you just mentioned this, but his eyes turn sort of black and veiny when he gets hungry. Um, instead of, and his, and his brother, when his, his brother is hungry, he does that thing with the crow and the fog machines. Um, <laughs> but how do you guys like those options over the twilight where the eyes turn like empty and then full when he's hungry and not hungry? It was a gold, it's like golden black, isn't it? Yeah. 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 You know, I like myself a good fuel gauge. I like, <laughs> I like a reliable indicator. <laughs> I actually, I think for Vampire Diaries, it's more like Buffy, where the eyes and the eyebrows go all crazy wrinkly when the vampires turn vampiric. And, (laughs) I don't know. I like Buffy a lot more than I like Twilight, so. For sure. I'm I'm really, I think the way I feel about this is all the differences maybe might be a little bit better, but it's pretty much the same, uh, the same mishmash of terribleness. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to compare the two overall, but just like really specific things. So like really specifically, um, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll take, I'll take uh, Vampire Diaries eyes over the silly gold-looking eyes any day. How about, how about uh, their like their other miscellaneous vampire powers? So instead of, instead of just distracting everybody with his good looks and getting his way, like in Twilight, <laughs> in Vampire Diaries they actually have the Force. <laughs> which do you think is like, like they walk up to people and just say no you think something else and then the person's mind gets wiped which which do you think is better I, I like Jedi vampires especially as because uh, it's a uh, based on how many people you've eaten that's <laughs> yeah, how powerful yeah. you are in the force that, that's like your midi-chlorians <laughs> how many people you've sucked <laughs> um, how about like the magic ring that lets you be out in the sunlight versus sparkling magic ring <laughs> so much more believable <laughs> Wait, I agree with you that I like the magic ring better, but believable? Is that really the way you want to go with this? Absolutely. Also, I like the idea that you can kill vampires, and so there's another way to kill vampires. I'm all about that. They also do make reference to stake through the heart as something that actually kills a vampire. As opposed to Twilight, where you have to tear them up into pieces and burn them. And then it still might not actually work. Yeah. (laughs) 
I I'm gonna go and it's not being contrarian or if it is that's only secondary with uh, with the <laughs> Twilight gear because uh, you know uh, <laughs> just to be contrarian you don't actually have a reason <laughs> you know sparkles no 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 no, no. sorry <laughs> I was right doing now? something <laughs> else something else distracted me on the internet can you please repeat your question I remember I wanted to go with Empire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good enough answer, blonde girl. Let's move on. Damn. So, also, so in, the, in in Twilight, if you drink somebody's blood a little bit and don't kill them, they turn into a vampire. But in the Vampire Diaries, it just turns them into a paranoid drug addict bad actor. Which is better? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was actually convinced that she's on her slow road to being a vampire, right? Because uh, she got uh, better from the vampire bite really suddenly. Yeah, that one part where she just kind of stands up and has that weird amount of crazy heroin addict strength. <laughs> did she actually do anything strong or did she just scream and look frazzled? She, she did one thing. Well, it's enough to sit up when you're in a hospital bed, man. Those things are at an angle and you've been on an IV. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think the other thing is, um, well, she did do one thing that was vampire-like and every vampire in the show doesn't know how to walk. They only know how to appear someplace. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this girl definitely did one of those moments where she just appeared right behind the guy. And there's always like the... Duh! You know, the guy turns around, and they're like, oh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> that's all it takes. Yeah, that's, that's what makes – that's how you know it's a vampire. It's right there. And and you think for, like, story reasons that she's going to become a vampire and then we're just going to have this new vampire or hmm. – because I, I didn't get that – I didn't really get that feeling from her um, – I thought, you know, maybe this is weird of me, but I thought the reason she got better over the period of a couple of days was because she was in the hospital and got blood transfusions. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like she was like, it wasn't like she had a lot of massive internal injuries. She just lost some blood and they, they can put that shit back in you. <laughs> Tell me more about this science. <laughs> <laughs> this mystic art you speak of sounds intriguing. <laughs> I, I have a, a quick game that we can do, all right? Another mini game. Minigame. So, guys, hey, this is your chance to make this show not suck. Oh. So you have um, any change, any one single change you can make to the show, oh, aside cool. from saying it doesn't suck anymore, <laughs> to, to make this thing you'd want to watch. All right? Like, so, so just hypothetically, would everybody's topless count as one change, or would that be like each individual character, so like ten changes? No, that's one change. <laughs> All right, I'm done. There are no shirts. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> there are no shirts. That's a pretty good change. I'm going to say that my change is that Stefan is voiced by Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> so that alternately, you don't know if he's transgender or you accidentally popped in Finding Nemo. Done. <laughs> uh, I think that, you know, Alex's idea of setting on a crab boat was pretty good but <laughs> the entire show is set on a crab boat <laughs> one change that you can implement today to make this show good it's up to you and all you have to do is get really really drunk before you watch it <laughs> still couldn't make it through you said that still yeah, wasn't but 40 I made minutes it through good more than i would have if i hadn't been drunk <laughs> okay I think it's time for the other half of our compliment sandwich, so uh, I hope you all saved one nice thing to say about this show. Yes, I'm up. Chris, you are enthusiastic yeah. to start. What do you have to say? 
Okay, so my favorite thing about this show is that at least from the first two episodes, there appears to be a device by which they start every episode. We already touched on this, that pretty young uh, couples die, Mm -hmm. uh, which is great. But it seems that they die in different ways, which makes me think of one of my favorite bloody movie quadrilogies now, (laughs) Final Destination. (laughs) Quadrilogy. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, which is awesome because first it was, hey, going back from a concert, I love you, I love you too, vampire. <laughs> and now, it, you know, episode two is, hey, we're we're hiking and we're in a tent and, oh, man, you forgot the thing. Hey, why don't you go out and get it? Yeah, okay, vampire. <laughs> like, best thing ever <laughs> was... <laughs> was actually when the when the girl gets out of the tent after the guy's already been killed, she thinks it's raining and it's actually dripping blood on the tent. Yeah. And she looks up and she's like, ah! And then vampire. So. <laughs> I, Chris, I could listen to you describe any show, no matter how bad. If it was the if it was that if it was like, so so there's a boy who would like to get off his planet and go fight and crazy adventure vampire. <laughs> <laughs> star vampires and new blood um, at one point after maybe three or four episodes they need to all of a sudden do a radical shift it's got to be like people are on a long hike and then girl slips and on the rocks and then all of a sudden some fog rolls in and then her boyfriend shoots her <laughs> would not expect that shit Damon walks by and starts like licking the blood because he never passes up a free meal what a freaking vampire anyway where were we Uh, Ezra yeah compliment compliment yeah compliment okay so within the first four and a half minutes of the pilot two things got hit by a car uh, a vampire and a crow um, which I thought at oh, that yeah. point, they would have set a record. Uh, so I got really excited that every two minutes they would get hit by a car. <laughs> that would have been a very different show. I think, I think the show was just one repetition of being awesome. <laughs> All the time. That would be such an exhausting show. Every three minutes, like clockwork, something gets hit by a car. <laughs> I would watch that, man. I would watch that at least for yeah, at least for two episodes. I'm a celebrity. Hit me with a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think I've got a compliment, and it's totally unsurprising to any regular listeners. This would be like Ezra complimenting a mustache, but <laughs> there was uh, there were two really good puns. Um, <laughs> the episode titles are all puns after pilot, of course. But I was reading a list of episodes, and the one we saw, episode two, is Friday Night Bites. Uh, <laughs> pretty good, and it gets even it gets even better. The third episode, which we didn't watch, is called. You're undead to me, <laughs> which is pretty solid. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, it's just like a, I'm I'm looking through the compliments. And I, I've given some of the compliments out before. Like I like their house, and I enjoyed him being shirtless. But like basically, the only things I've got left that are in the things I don't hate column are I like big mugs, and they drink out of big mugs. And... <laughs> <laughs> they do. Dude's like, I want coffee for the ride to school and instead of like a little coffee cup or like a travel thermos he picks the huge like latte mug from from central perk on the show friends and then like, yeah they, they always drink out of it and there's only two more else on here uh i enjoyed that normal shit can be dramatized by stupid music such as the molesty fog plus crow acting like a bird in the cemetery <laughs> And then I like her boots. That's all I got left. <laughs> yeah, there were there were good boots. 
I think between the three of those, we can definitely call that one compliment. That's perfect. Yeah. Good mugs and good boots. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And bad everything else. <laughs> and if we misheard you, you really liked her boobs. <laughs> Tell us, do you like her boobs or not? I don't know. I was drunk. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we're we're putting the Vampire Diaries away, and like we said earlier, we're moving on. We're coming back to our roots, in fact. We are starting reading first, and then we'll watch the movie. It makes me sad just thinking about it, but we're going to be reading New Moon. So, second Twilight book starts next week. Chris, Ezra, and uh, most especially Kate, thank you guys all so much for being here tonight. Yeah. Our pleasure. Our pain. <laughs> Awesome. We'll talk to everybody later. Good night. I know you know about the email address, podcast at read-weep.com, and the phone number, 509-588-1280. But did you also know that you can follow us on Twitter, read underscore weep? You can and should.